This is Suzanne York from Humans Optimized. We believe that advances in technology, coupled with elevated human skills, create immense opportunity in the future of work. Now, with the upheaval of COVID-19, our future has quickly become today's reality. Through the uncertainty, fear, and concern of the pandemic, we find stories of human resilience, innovation, and hope. Join us as we share our experiences, discuss what may be ahead, and explore together how we can come back stronger than we were before. Hi, this is Suzanne York from Humans Optimized, and I am so grateful to be joined today by Dolores Hirschman. Dolores, thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure, Suzanne. Dolores, you um, have your own business and you support other people who have their own businesses. And so I am very much looking forward to getting your perspective on what's happening now, what are people going through, and how are you helping people deal with the current state and what could be coming as we look ahead? So before we get there, tell me more about yourself, your business, and what has this pandemic been like for you? Um, Yeah, so so I... I'm going to get this out of the way right away. My accent is from Argentina. I always get that question. Um, (laughs) And I've been here in the U.S. for over 20 years. And interestingly enough, because I've been reflecting on this a lot the last couple of weeks, I've been working remotely since 1998, um, both as an employee and director for a nonprofit for some time, then for companies, and then as a business owner. And in Masters in Clarity, which is a current um, company that I ran, that I founded, we specialize on helping people clarify their message and their positioning and design scalable business models. That's what we do. And we focus mostly on service entrepreneurs. So th- those are the kinds of companies I've been speaking to for, for the last couple of weeks. And I've had a lot of phone calls, not just my clients, but just people in my network or people I've known for years that know about my work and they've been, they've been calling and asking questions. And the, the, the questions they're asking, there's a short-term question that everybody's asking and is like, how do I pivot? How do I continue servicing my market and selling, getting new business right now? <clears throat> so there's like a, definitely a short-term um, panic question that everybody's uh, asking. And some companies and some uh, teams that I've been talking to and speaking with, um, they're starting to ask the midterm and longer term question is like, how long is this? Am I, am I reactively pivoting or am I strategically pivot, pivoting? And those are very two different conversations because a reactive pivot is really like, okay, how do I pay the bills next week or next month? And maybe I should go mow the lawn, like literally, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like do something completely off base or off core uh, value proposition so that I can just pay the bills. And it's an absolutely valid conversation that we should all be having. I mean, Dyson um, um, Vacuum Cleaners is having that conversation and is manufacturing vent- ventilators. But ventilators? Yeah, ventilators. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so, so those are absolutely valid questions that whether you're a solopreneur or a multi-million billion company is what problem can you solve in the market today? Maybe for money, maybe for community relief or a combination of both. So that's, that's definitely one core question. But if we explore the mid and long-term conversation, there's definitely a, 
come back to basics mode that I've been practicing in my company and um, I've been actually doing these exercises with my clients. I have a group call with my with my clients today. And I'm gonna lead them through this conversation, and it's as basic as a SWOT analysis. Um, what are our strengths as a company? What are our weaknesses? What are, where, where is the opportunity? And what are the threats? And as a company, we need to do it as an organization, and we also. Every individual in the organization needs to do that for themselves. A, they need to do it for themselves as an employee who basically may or may not, whose job may or may not be compromised. And, and, and as a team leader or as a CEO of my company, I need to request this from my team because when we all are courageous enough to do a deep reflection of where we add value, where do we not add value, and where can we expand, which is the opportunities, then we can come together in a much more stronger, creative way. And I'll give you a specific example. Last week, I did this with my team, and I asked some further questions. I asked them, what do you guys know how to do that I may not know? Because we have team members and we put them in the little box of the task or the job or the role that they play. And we might not know that they have skill sets or passions or abilities that never really came to play in the role that we assigned them. And so I did that exercise last week and I was pretty pleasantly surprised. And I I have to say, I've been the main marketing person for my company and I will direct my team in actions that we need to take. And I've been a little bit overwhelmed with tasks that we're doing. And one of my team members says, ah, well, I want to, I, I think we should be able to do X, Y, Z. And I said, great. Why don't you do it for Masters in Clarity first before we offer it to our clients? And so I have two team members who are writing full funnels from zero to conversion emails. Um, they are creating a whole launch, launch with a challenge. Um, obviously, I'm part of it, but basically I said to them, you tell me where to be and what to do and what to say, and I will follow your direction. And, and I'm like That's feeling amazing. so proud and taken care of and safe and knowing that I have a, a team that is stepping up, that they're being intrapreneurs because they are appreciative of our work and wanting to help me grow it. Uh, um, I, I, I stated this process from the get-go. I said it to my clients and I said it to my team. I said, we're family and family stick together. So how can we navigate this together? So, so I, I'm going to pause now, but I think there's a combination of re- or exploring our, our value proposition as, as, as companies in the marketplace, re-exploring our own internal personal values, what do we believe, and, and, and testing the culture of our organizations because I, the way that my team is reacting, it is telling me that they feel safe in Masters in Clarity, that they are empowered to bring forth ideas, that they are supported, and that there's a collaboration 
part of the culture that is playing really well and they were family so so wow. it's just it, it, I, of course this is it is a crisis it's a health crisis it's an economic crisis people are suffering but the way i'm wired i always am looking for the opportunities and the and and the learnings that we can have in times like this Oh, that's amazing. There's so much there worth unpacking. And so a couple of things that I'm reflecting on as you share that story is what it must be like for you as a leader to allow others to step forward and let their light shine a little brighter than maybe it had when they were in in their stated role versus being able to tap into some of their core natural um, talents and lead in a different way because we are in amazingly different circumstances right now. Yeah. Um, so as a leader, my hat's off to you for allowing others' leadership to come through right now. Yeah. And I think, and that is a really, really important point to them because it is hard. I think I am grateful that other leaders did that for me uh, mm. through my career. I've, I've witnessed someone giving me space. Not always. <laughs> um, right, right. But some. And yeah. I remember that. I really remember that. And I I hadn't even thought about it until you just unpacked it for me. I just did it. But yeah. I didn't think about the whole emotional process of letting go and trusting, you know? Yes. Um yes. so 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 yes, and 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 in the process of observing this, I could see kind of my anxiety going up a little bit or trying to micromanage. And, and one of the things that I did right away when they said, this is what I want to do, I, like any entrepreneur, I'm always learning. So I invest in a lot of programs. And many of the programs that you can buy out there right now, they have all this online learning platform and content that I rarely consume because I don't have time. But I said to them, wait, I am a member of this program that teaches people how to launch and I have access to all of this information. So I immediately said, go in here. There's a vault of information and go digging, like go fish. Mm. And so not only uh, I knew I couldn't micromanage, but I also knew I had an idea of what it looks like and that I would Mm. be disappointed if it didn't kind of meet some of the knowledge that I have in the industry, that there's some things that you must do in certain ways. And sure. so so my reaction to that was because I had the capacity to do it, is okay, train. And in, nowadays, you don't need to invest neither a lot of time nor a lot of money to give your team access to the training that they need to really empower an idea or or maybe the seed of a skill set that just needs to be nurtured and and given some guidance. Mm, absolutely. And nothing like trying right now in this environment because who knows? Who knows what will, what will stick and what will yeah. really work? Um, and so what I can picture coming out of this is a difference in potentially your leadership style when we do come back into a some, some degree of a, a normal semblance. Um, so do you see, how do you think your leadership style will change having gone through this and having allowed others to step into their leadership? Um, I think as a leader, I Masters in Clarity is also in that transition space of growth. It was before this anyway, and this kind of accelerated it, is that, uh, and I have been the last few months asking myself 
the, the how and, and, and how do you grow. Um, so in some ways, for all of us, any company, <laughs> human being, whatever you were hesitating to do, now you have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, the the self, like the hesitation space, or the okay, I'm gonna learn a little bit more, and then maybe I'll you know decide to do this. Well, no, that there's no time for that. Like like right. you have to kind of step into it. And so for me, what I'm excited about is that is that to create a company where I'm the market leader and the the voice in the marketplace as a leader, but my team is run by itself, is run by a leadership team that that empowers and nurtures the team that they have under them. Um, And I spend 90% of my time doing this, talking to the market, which is what I love to Mm. do. So my leadership role goes from being... of course, I will oversee, but I mean the the active the active leadership goes from me spending ninety percent of my time um, leading the conversation, which is what I I teach my clients to do. You must be leading the conversation, and then let your company, if you structure it properly, um, nurture that that attention that your spokesperson, if you want, or your CEO. Is, is leading, and then the company will take care of the clients that want to go deeper in that conversation with you. Mm, absolutely. And so, and so it, it, it really, how will my leadership change? I, I will be free to lead the conversation. Yes. Oh, that's incredible. Well, and I'm hearing from others this idea of speed. So speed of action, speed of decision making, and not having to wait until you are closer to perfection than as you inherently want to be before you take action. I think there's a lot to say for that, for how we've mobilized. And I say we because there are many stories of resilience and innovation right now that's happening. People are mobilizing really quickly and they're very clear on the goal. They're really clear on the priorities and they're they're moving fast in a way that if we could do some of that when we come through this, I think could help innovation just really skyrocket. Yes, I was just talking with my brother. I happened to be talking with my brother this morning as I went for my walk. And he wrote a book. Uh, It's a a great story. He wrote a book while he was unemployed. And, and, you know, the, 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 the scary journey of being unemployed as a head of a family with little kids and all that. And he was just wrote a journal, really, and he was not going to uh, really publish it. And now he feels that he's compelled to, to do it. And I said to him, it takes a lot of courage to take action, any action in any way, um, right. because, because we tend to take action. Uh, we tend to wrap action um, inside of the, of the, of the, fortress of our insecurities. Let me, mm. let me say that again. So any action we take is a reflection of who we are, or so we think. You might debate either way, but let's say that it's sure. true. Okay. And if every action that we take is a reflection of who we are, every time we take action, um, we are being vulnerable. We are showing mm. who we are. We are showing what we're made of. We are showing a level of professionalism or lack of it. I, I can definitely see that. Okay. And so, and so right now we're forced to take action. And I think because humanity, and, and, and Suzanne, listen to like the concept that 
we're in a moment in the world where for the first time there is there's nowhere to hide there is no country you can go for relief there's no refugee crisis because there's no refuge or however you say mm. like there's no place to hide right and so as a world as a humankind we are forced to act and so right now is an amazing opportunity for a la- for giving everybody permission to act in the fastest, best way they can with the resources at hand. Absolutely. And the information they have, and that changes on a daily basis. So keep acting, keep getting curious, keep trying. And that mentality, I do think, will help us get through this and and create some new opportunities coming out of it. And, and for anybody listening, I think the thread here, if you find yourself judging other people's action right now, then then use then then ask yourself can could I use that time wiser? Because mm-hmm. uh, as Brené Brown if you said if you're not in the ring with the lions you have no say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the arena so, conversation for sure. So if you're not taking action um, and you're just watching and judging how other people take action, then um, then you have no say. Yeah. And if you're hesitant, jump right in because who knows what it is that you'll do next that will really um, instigate change in a positive way in the time, this time of transformation that none of us asked for. Yeah. So, well, amazing. So, Dolores, a couple things that have come up. So, one, you've got people asking, what do I do now? And is it okay if it is or isn't in service of the future? And so, do the right next thing this moment. And it's okay to be thinking ahead because we will get through this. And so, do now what's important, but also work to create what you'd like to see in the future. Um, and then, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, and and that was amazing. Allow others to shine through with their leadership and give them the vision. Still work as a leader. Give them the vision for maybe it's this week or this month, even if you can't go beyond that. But giving them the vision and then the container in which they can do their best work. Um, that was an amazing realization for me. And then acting and doing and being courageous in this time. I think those are amazing sentiments to help people get through this moment and really look ahead to what's to come. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the time for us to uh, for us to ask ourselves, each one of us, what are we made of and what do we value? And then honoring those values, you can't go wrong if you act from that place. Oh, that's incredible. Well, Dolores, how can people find you and learn more about what you do for you, yourself and your clients? Sure. You can go to mastersinclarity.com and there's a lot of free resources and blogs that I've written. So check us out. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. I wish you all the best to your family, to your clients and to the world around you. Thanks, Dolores. Thank you, Suzanne, for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love to share your stories to help all of us come back stronger than we were before. For more information and to contact us, visit www.humansoptimized.com.